12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. In Eversink, the Office of Book Retrieval has librarian agents tasked by the Triskadine to recover overdue books and collect fees. In some cases, offenders must be neutralized by the agents for stealing important tomes. These are their stories. Hello, I am Wes Otis. Welcome to Bookhound Bounty Hunters. I have some wonderful players with me. Let us start with Farah. Hello, I am Farah Sarkaya, and I am playing Giovanna Letteratura, a church militant with, as we will find out, family issues. And we are both she, her. Hey, I'm Michelle, and I am playing Katja, your local friendly assassin. And she and I are both she, her. Hey, hey, everyone. I am Sam with two M's. I use she, they pronouns, and tonight I am playing everyone's favorite drunken prophet, and also apparently snake charmer, Tisha Valor, who uses she, her pronouns. Hi, everybody. I'm Candace, Miss Candace Magnificent. I'm playing the duelist Leo Da Silva, and Leo's pronouns, like my own, are they, she. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. Awesome. So last week, you had an epic battle with a cobra, long python, 100-foot snake thingy. You don't know what version of snake it was, but it was intimidating. You fought it to the death. Giovanna fell in the water and had to cut off her armor. Leo stripped down to their bindings to be able to jump in and save Giovanna. Katya jumped in as well. And... Tisha stayed at the end of the pier to help pull Giovanna out. It was a team effort, which was great. You all were able to kind of pull uh, Giovanna out and save. And the crowd that watched you do this uh, cheered you on. They pulled in the snake and started to cut it up for meat. Leo took a long fang that will probably turn into some kind of dagger and... You all decided you needed a rest before you went and tried to tackle Mother Biblia because you had basically worn yourself out fighting this thing. So you decided to go to Giovanna's ancestral home. It's an old mansion. Her brother owns it now, but he is off in the wilderness somewhere, probably to the north, meaning that the house sits empty and decays. You all went there to change and get cleaned up and everything. And standing in the main foyer, you saw that her parents' funerary statues are there, and her parents' ghosts suddenly appear, spectral beings in the center of the room. And that's where we're going to pick it up. We can all see this. Yeah. We can all see these specters. Yep, they're there. It's a real spectacle. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, (laughs) boo. I don't. It's recorded. Heavy emotional scene. Puns. The best. The best combination. <laughs> Truly. I I kind of like gasp. Leo takes two steps back away from the specters and like looks at Giovanna and just puts their hand on their shoulder and squeezes really hard and is like, Denari, save us. Do you know about this? Is this normal in your house? What do, who are these people? Oh my God. I think Leo backs up and steps into Tisha, who's also like frozen and like yeah. chokes because their flask is like up in their mouth, like, oh, this is. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, not having it. Gigi, what is this? 
Yeah, Katja's just kind of frozen there, like, <laughs> what the holy hell? <laughs> Giovanna, you've returned. Uh, hello, mother. Hello, father. I, I suppose so. Um, we just needed somewhere to rest safe for the night, if that's all right. Well, this is always your home. Of course it's all right. We've missed you. Things did not uh, end on good terms. How have you been? I look down, <laughs> like <laughs> basically half naked, uh, without anything but the sword. You know, that's a complicated question, but fine, I suppose. <laughs> You're Victorian naked, which means you only have three yeah, pairs of clothes instead. Exactly. Of yeah. Awful. I I very feel very exposed, both <laughs> emotionally and physically, right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We've missed you. We know you were upset with us the last time we saw you, before we died. I feel like Leo feels Giovanna tense, just very physically very tense. I was. I've learned some things of late that I... perhaps I was harsh on you. We understand your anger. Humans, uh... We try to do our best for our children, but we sometimes fail. We let this place drag us down. We held on to it to keep our status, and we should have hung on to you, and we are sorry. I'm sorry I didn't come to say goodbye properly. Why is the veil between the afterlife and our world so thin right now? Why are we here? Well, there's a... something is threatening. Uh, the goddess, and we are trying to stop it. I, um, we just fought a great monster trying to, uh, creeping into our world, but we we need to find I I guess the injury to her and, and, and make it right. The longer that we tarry, the, the worse it gets, I suppose. Your mother says, I understand. Heal up now and do what you need to do to save the city. So, they are going to offer you a spiritual boon where they will keep the city from having issues. No earthquakes is basically what I'm saying. Uh, while you sleep for the next eight hours. But it will diminish them a lot. And it means that there's a possibility that they won't be able to return to the afterlife. So you have to make a decision if you'll take the boon or not. I guess, is it like a heaven situation? Like, what mythology would be Giovanna's understanding? It's basically being close to Denari in the afterlife. And they're, they are tethered to the funerary statues. So as long as the funerary statues stay intact, they are in the afterlife and everything is good and hunky-dory. But if they use their abilities together right now, they would weaken their link to their funerary statues. The veil between the living and the dead is very thin right now. When it becomes thicker again, it might be hard for them to find their way back to the afterlife, and then they would dissipate in the real world because they wouldn't have enough power to be ghosts. Giovanna would accept it because her faith is not shaken of Denari, her faith is shaken of Mother Biblia. So in granting service to Denari, her parents are getting closer to her and becoming part of her instead of, you know, disappearing. I would ask them if there's any family armor anywhere that I might be able to borrow. Um, there is family armor. It is just like the rest of the house, not in the greatest shape. We're going to say it's like 
you know, if you ever played Fallout 4, there's the rust armor that you find at the very beginning that you have to, like, find. And that's something you can do when you get wealth and whatever, is, like, update your armor. But you have a new set of armor, but it's it's old and rusted and needs to be chromed and all that good stuff. All right. So you all rest for the eight hours. You wake up the next morning refreshed. You eat some food. And we need to find out whether or not Giovanna's parents are able to make their way back to the afterlife. So I'm going to roll and tell you, because they um, they used four points. Uh, I'll roll. I'll tell you the number that you need to beat. And you are going to roll and let's see what goodness. Let's say, let's say preparedness, because you've prepared over the last several hours to be ready for this situation. May I assist? Yes, you can assist. That would give her a bonus to the roll. Yeah. Okay. I kind of like visually seen it as like, okay, so everyone's sitting at the table and it's like, all right, so we have to figure out whether or not my parents can actually get back to the afterlife after this. And then everyone just turns and looks at Tisha. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me, give me a second. Pulled out the flash, takes a shot, closes it and pulls it back. And I'm going to use forgotten lore. Well, one second, let me see. If I can. So when you work with other heroes to f- perform a task, uh, designate one hero that take the lead, that would be Giovanna. That character will do a simple task, spending any number of their own pool points towards the task. All other characters just pay one point of their relevant pool. I'm gonna say because you're helping out, we're gonna make it a three. So you have to be a three or better for this to happen i'll use two then just two pair okay so so yeah you just uh, have to roll a one or better obviously i rolled a one. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> by the skin of your teeth <laughs> so i still have some anxiety about my parents <laughs> so you're helping out tisha and you're basically praying to denari to help the parents find their way back to the afterlife through their statues. And the way that Denari grants this wish is by allowing Tisha's wife to come back through the veil and help out. She walks over to you, Tisha, and puts her hand on your cheek. Darling, I've missed you so much. I'm so glad to see you. I was so glad to hear your prayers. I think Tisha kind of like nuzzles into that a bit because she wasn't expecting that. I think at the most, when Tisha was helping Giovanna, it was like a, yo, Denari, girl, like, I know you don't really fuck with what I do. I'm sorry, but like, you help my friend. Like, please, like, one for the team. And then Celeste walks out. And I think Tisha is just stock still and like, just is like nuzzling into it. My love, you have no idea how much I've missed you. I've missed you too, but I need you to do me a favor. Let go of the anger and move on. You have to live your life. You should be here with me. It's not fair. Life isn't fair. We know that. You have to move on. I love you, baby. I love you too. She takes the hands of your parents who wave at you as they walk out. And they say, we love you, Giovanna, as well. Good luck with your quest. 
and they fade back into the afterlife. I think I put an arm around Tisha's shoulder, um, and I think we just probably are both very sad for a little bit. Just a, yeah, just a, (laughs) just a little bit. All right. So after, I'll say, like an hour of reflection and realizing that, you know, all of that, what all that entails, you get your armor, you get on your your swords, there's a little montage of grabbing weapons and, you know, putting on clothes and getting ready to go out to the Red Pig to do some surveillance, because now it's in the morning. And so it's time to go and do the stakeout thing. As you're walking through the streets, you notice that every, not a lot, but there's a few people that you see who their faces look scaly for just a second, like they're almost like serpentine people. But then when you take a second look, it's like out of the corner of your eye, they're not. We we all see this? Yeah, every (laughs) once in a while, it's this weird like thing where There are certain people that look like they're serpentine people. Now, some lore for you all, as uh, Matt Pat would say. The kingdom that was here before Denari lifted the islands up and founded the city was of the serpentine people. And they were a sorceress people. They used magic a lot. And so, obviously... You wonder if you are possibly seeing glimpses into the past of these people walking the streets, or if maybe some of these people have possible serpentine blood. It's possible. Now, what is the plan? You have your weapons, you have your stuff. Agent Brad and the rest of the agents are going to meet you there to stake out this place and decide when to strike. What do you all want to do? Oh, one of the things I just want to say that I do is dipping like my throwing daggers in the snake venom that I have. Absolutely. Yeah, I figured. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Me too. But of course, I got enough to share. They're dipping sticks. (laughs) If it's allowed, I think I would probably try to take a route that takes me by wherever my dad is. Like, is it wait? Is there burial or is it just funerary statues? I figured your dad was still alive. Did we form that he was dead? I don't think we ever said he was dead. No, he's alive. No, I think that my dad is still alive, and I'm going to leave it alone then. Yeah, he's an he's an older man. Excellent. Uh, probably living, I won't say like a nursing home, but with a, a bunch of older people just hanging out in a house. If you want to, if you want to stop by on your way to just check in on them, that's perfectly fine. So, like, I don't think that I would want to do that because since my dad is still alive, like, I kind of dropped my full name when I started kind of working with Mother Biblia because. I know that as a dualist and occasional mercenary, I need to kind of be covert. So I don't think that I would go and talk to him just so nobody would, you know what I mean, would kind of connect the two. But I think that I would stop by and try to sneak into his quarters to get one of the many De Silvo cloaks that he has in the closet. Because I can't go home and get one of mine and I need to look fresh. Right. So I feel like this is a stealth thing to get around because your dad's sitting on his favorite chair talking with his friend they're they're probably playing the equivalent to like checkers or dominoes or something like that some game old guys play in a park and 
Yeah, so to sneak in and grab a cloak, I think stealth is definitely, you're going to have to beat a three. So hearing isn't as good as it used to be. All right. I'm not going to put anything into it because I don't know what's coming. And I feel like if I'm caught, the worst thing that's going to happen is my dad's going to give me a talking to. And I feel like that's not that bad. <laughs> I got a five. Wow. You sneak in, grab the cape, and you slip out. The one thing that hits you as you're leaving is the smell of his cologne. It's not too strong, but it's a time machine that takes you back to being 11 and on a rooftop. He's always very conscious of how well-dressed he is and how he smells and how he presents himself, even now in his 80s. So that's the kind of thing that hits you as you leave the, the place. Yeah, I kind of like pause the windowsill for a second and like look out over the city. And again, like it's been an afternoon of kind of like an, a day and a half now of kind of reliving those like flashes of moments of being with him. And I think as I like come to rejoin everybody, I'm like tying my hair back up into like my fancy kind of Lord's ponytail in the back. Like I look visibly refreshed down to the almost scowl on my face that kind of falls into place as I turn down the street to join my comrades. Nice cloak. Thank you. I had to, uh, you know, look my best when delivering bad news or delivering souls to Donati. <laughs> I, I look at the cloak and I go, how many of those do you have? Leo just kind of like looks out of the corner of their eye and laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> oh, gotcha. You're so fun. Tisha's blushing just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Katya, I have a question for you. Over the past several hours, you've kind of seen your teammates connect with their past in one way or another. Katya doesn't really have that. She was a street rat. What is Katya feeling? She's actually happy her friends have those connections, even though some of them are sad. She's not jealous of them, per se. You know, she does kind of miss that she doesn't have connections to people like that. She never had a family. She never was close to anybody. She's, like, probably partially a psychopath. And, um... <laughs> at least a little bit, but she is glad that her friends have those connections, but she also understands she doesn't have the luxury of hoping for those. Right. So as the rest of the cast uh, has an Aladdin moment, <laughs> right? That's from Aladdin, right? The street rat thing. I was literally in the middle of saying Disney humor will always land with me. Always. Always land with me. You know, I said it and it immediately popped in my brain. I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. that's Disney. Yep. I was like, not Katja's Aladdin. Oh, no. So all of you make it to the Red Pig. It has recently been rebuilt. It probably was rebuilt about six months ago. There's still an, a banner acrostic that says, under new management, you had heard the stories about a huge storm that turned into a giant that ended up destroying the former building and it had to be rebuilt. And obviously the guy sold it after they rebuilt it or something like that. You hear a call is something that only the four of you would know. Basically a, like almost a, a book hound notice that there's others around hidden. And Brad motions to you from a dark alley. So I heard about what you did with the snake. That was pretty amazing. Congratulations. 
We did what had to be done. Well, it sounds like a pretty amazing uh, battle. I'm glad you're all with us. Leo just slowly smiles and brings up the gigantic fang and hefts it over their shoulder like a giant battle axe and continues <laughs> to just listen to what he has to say. Very impressive. <laughs> so we have the red pig surrounded. We're watching it from all sides. So far, she has not left or shown up, but it's early in the day. I feel that we're going to be here for a long time staking this out. What of Enzo? Um, well, Castillo, I suppose I should say. We believe he's inside. He hasn't come out either. The problem is, is that there's an inn on the top of the pig, and so they could be in there right now. We're not sure. We could do reconnaissance if you wanted, but I think Mother Biblia would see us coming if we uh, if we acted en masse. So, what do you want to do? I can sneak in and take a peek. Do you feel safe enough? You are the smallest and the stealthiest of them all. She smiles and goes, who we? <laughs> like, Leo, like, puts a hand on your shoulder and looks at you, like, sternly. Like, you can tell, like, there's no bullshit behind their eyes. Please take a moment to really think, because she's already caught you once. I don't see a way this ends without us taking care of her either way. And if that means you sneaking in the back and slitting her throat, or if that means me stepping forward and getting it like a fish, or any of the combinations of the rest of us, we're going to end up in some kind of fight with her. Have we received any intelligence, any information about if there are others that are helping her, or is it just her and Enzo and anyone that she's managed to convince that we are? She started a rumor about you all the day before yesterday, but after your snake attack, that has called her intentions into question. The earthquake stopped for a while after the snake was gone. There is concern about what will fall in the swamp next. We don't know if she has any allies besides Enzo, but Enzo's connection with Denari is problematic. Your sorceress friends showed up and say that they are ready with the book and the spell to be able to pull the soul out of Enzo. My worry is I think we need to capture him and take him out of the city before we do that. It's more sorcery is just going to cause more damage to the city. I thought we had an island set aside for that, out of the city. I agree. Oh, I didn't know that. Then you're already steps ahead of me. Do you have a plan to be able to get Enzo back into the book? And he pulls the book out of his satchel. Because I figured we'd need this. I got it from the priest. Yes. Um, I look over at Tisha. We have a way, but we have to take him somewhere else. So you must eliminate Mother Biblia and kidnap this Enzo to take him back to an island. And if you open the ark, everybody's face will melt. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, so I will sneak in. If I see Moser Biblia, I will do my best to kill her. And we'll kick in the front door after a while. Are you sure you want to take her on by yourself like that? Agent Brad says. I said if I have opportunity. If I do not, well, at least I can do reconnaissance. I have no idea if I pronounced that correctly or not, but... <laughs> It's like history of the world. All we have are these silly accents. <laughs> we all walk around talking like Maurice Chevalier. Oh, ho, ho. 
All right. Leo is uh, trying to find the best vantage point outside of the Red Pig, where they can kind of watch Kacha as she moves kind of through the floor level in case they need to like swing in, like maybe trying to find like a second floor window that has a good view kind of down into the restaurant, the pub. Sure. Uh, You can easily find that. That's not a problem. So you're on a second floor. You can look in. You see some movement around, but it's early morning still, like maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. So there's not a lot. They don't open till like noon. So you have a couple hours to kind of find good places and whatever. What about you, Giovanna? What are you doing? I'm actually going to turn to Tisha and stay quietly away from Brad because I still don't trust him entirely. Would you be able to use your powers to see where she is? Is that something that your visions can tell you? I've gotten a hold of them. If I may, this is normal. And Tisha, like, if it's all right, maneuvers herself, like, into your arms, like, and pass out ready stands, and she'll put in a point for prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) You see from Mother Biblia's vantage point uh, all of your backs. Um... And I think over the course of this, like, when that happens, Tisha starts to come back a bit clearer, faster than how it used to be when, like, she first started, like, having these. Using the ability? Uh Uh-huh. And she goes, um, she's behind us. Like, we, she's, she's looking at, uh, did Leo's ass always look like that? I will set you immediately on your feet and pull my sword up. (laughs) And all you hear behind you is clever girl and a crossbow bolt. It's let loose towards Giovanna. Can I attempt to push her out of the way? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because I rolled a one. So you push her out of the way and the arrow. That's my second number one, which means at some point... I'm going to roll a six and crush somebody. So just (laughs) putting it out there. This arrow flies and hits and you turn around and she's gone. She's just not there. That bitch. We should check on the others. Can I in any way use City's Secrets to see if I can catch up with her? Because I have two points in it. Sure. If you want to spend a point to try to like see what you can do. You're running in armor. You're running in an old Corolla that's really rusted out. So you're like running <laughs> and like this like little air of like mist of rust is kind of rolling off of you as you're going. Like Pigpen in Charlie Brown. Like Pigpen in Charlie Brown. Yeah, You absolutely. can hear the damn engine like three blocks away. <laughs> I have uh, Scurrilous Rumors as well. Can I use my point to try to follow her? Yeah, you you don't need to use a point to follow. I'm going to say you can just follow if you want. That's fine. Yeah, I'd like to be very quiet about it. Like, I don't want her to know that I'm following her, um, if possible. She is so loud that I'm going to say you don't need to make a roll for it. Oh, no, not Giovanna. I'm saying if we both decide to try to follow Mother Biblia. Right. She is going to hear Giovanna. Oh, she's going to hear Giovanna and therefore she's me as not well. Gonna, no. <laughs> she's going to hear Giovanna, but if you stay to the shadows, she won't hear yes. you. Okay, that's what, that's we're what I'm saying. Yes, under cover of darkness. See, I'm not always evil, just <laughs> most of the time. So Giovanna and Leo are chasing after 
Mother Biblia. Katya and Tisha, you're left behind with Agent Brad. What do the two of you want to do? Well, now that I know she's occupied, I can go look for Enzo. And I head off to sneak into the hotel, into the inn. Do you? Oh, 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 all right. Um, all right, yeah, just, just go. <laughs> Peace, I guess. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Tisha, to leave you with Brad. <laughs> Tisha just sits there and looks at Brad. Brad looks at you in the eyes and goes, you know, you have really nice tits. Tisha just pulls out her <laughs> flask and opens it and is like, I'm not sober enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> Brad to the end. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even sober. I'm, I'm not drunk enough for this. This is tragic. Every single bit of this. Uh, Katya, I need a stealth roll. All right. Uh, what's my difficulty? Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was on the wrong person. So you need a four. Okay. So I am going to put three points in. Okay. So that gives me a seven total. Cool. And so I am stealthy as all get out. It's a, a where'd you go type, where'd she go type of thing. So okay. kind of appear inside the... <laughs> the inn. Okay. There's two women behind the counter. One is a little bit older. One is younger. They are cleaning glasses and pots and all this other stuff. They don't notice you. They're very focused on what they're doing. And you sneak your way upstairs and you see that there is one door in this inn that is closed. Okay. Um, I listen at the door. It sounds like there's some kind of like large grandfather clock in there. You can hear the pendulum hit, but that's it. There's no other noise going on. To sneak in, would it be another stealth roll? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll do another stealth roll. How are you going to go in? Are you going to go through the door or are you going to try to like go through another room, climb out the window and, and go that way? That's what I was thinking was go through another room and then go through the window. Okay. Um, so for that, let's do an athletics check instead of stealth. So I will put three and I rolled another four. So seven. Okay. Why Brad and Tisha are standing there. You both notice that Katya is climbing out the second story window and kind of going along the side of the building. And she gets to the window that is facing you all. Katya, you look inside and you see... A figure sitting at the desk, you see the back of their head. And like I said, there's this large clock at the other end of the room. But I can't tell who the figure is. You can just see the back of their head because he's in a big leather chair. What I want to do is, I don't know if this would be under burglary or, but I want to like, in one kind of swift thing, go in, tie him up before he even realizes I'm there. That's more of like uh, an athletics role or a, a, even a warfare role. The burglary allows you to see problems or whatever. And the problem that you see is there is a very small, almost invisible wire connected to both the door and the window. Oh, well, Scheiße. <laughs> How German of you. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be more French. Merde. Hmm. So it's booby trapped. <laughs> booby. <laughs> and 
fuck. I did I'm that for so Sam, by the way. <laughs> I'm so fucking immature. I'm <laughs> I do. I do. I. It's an easy. It's a layup. All right, go ahead. So, I want to like. Can I see what the wire is attached to? The big ass uh, grandfather clock at the other end. Huh. That's probably not actually a clock or something like that. Oh, it's definitely a clock. No, but I mean, it's going to explode or something. It's a clock with a bomb inside for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to watch for a minute. Can I see, does the person in the chair move at all? No. Can I tell if they're breathing? No, because their backs are towards you. But they're not moving at all. It's a big leather chair and they're just kind of sitting there. You can only see the very top of their head, but they don't seem to move. So I am going to climb down the side of the building and go back to Tisha. Okay. All right. Let me jump to the other two. So you're running to see if you can track Mother Biblia. I think this is like almost a warfare kind of thing. Like you're planning, you're you're tracking, you're doing that kind of thing. So to follow her, you need a six. How many points do you all want to spend? And I'm going to make you roll separately because you're both kind of on a different track. Um, can I use any points of City Secrets to help me? Yeah, if you want to spend a point, absolutely. You can. You can definitely do that, and that gives you a plus two to your roll. What does Tactics of Death do again? So basically, it allows you to tell what's going on uh, battle-wise. Now, if you want to spend a point, I will let you spend a point and you can have a pretty good idea of where she's heading. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay. Uh, Do you let Giovanna know that you're behind her and do you tell her where she's going? Um, I imagine I'm much faster because I'm not wearing, wearing anything to like weigh me down. So I think as like I sneak, like again, we have like, like, we have ways of kind of talking to each other, like when we're trying to be stealthy. So I think I just kind of like move kind of across the path from her. So she knows that I'm there. And then once we make eye contact, I do some motions with my hands to kind of give you the intel so I'm not being too loud. Okay. So I won't make you roll then to track because obviously Leo knows where they're going. So wait, I am rolling or Leo is You're not. not. Okay, that's what I thought. Because Leo gives you a a signal like, hey, I know where she's going. Follow me. So I'm not going to make your roll. So you wind around an alleyway, and there is a sewer grate at the bottom, at at the end of the alleyway. And you know she went down there because it's where thieves and assassins and everybody else, they take the sewer routes. The problem is, is that they can become dangerous because they can end up falling into the the swamp pretty easily so it's not a it's a dangerous place to go and you lift up the grate and you go down into the sewer and standing there is mother biblia with five other people she has removed the skin from her face to reveal the serpent scales of her true heritage And standing around her are five serpent people. And she says, this city will fall into the swamp and we will rise again. And that's where we're going to end this episode. (laughs) 
Absolutely not. <laughs> You're laughing, but I'm not. I'm so serious. You don't need to stop right now. Oh my go god! Go fifteen more minutes at least. I'm, I'm over here. Like, can I brandish the snake tooth? I'm doing it. <laughs> I was about to swear as Giovanna in Italian, but instead I'm just gonna swear. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for playing. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. Let's see where all of these wonderful people are. Let's start with Candace. Hello, I have been Candace. You can find me at that Candace girl on Twitter, at Candace the Magnificent on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram. You can stop by to see me on 12-Sided Stories every Tuesday, uh, depending on whatever game it is that we are playing, as well as by Crossroads Games, Bad House, and a few other places in 2023. I hope I see you there. Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on the socials at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mill Games catalog through the BattleBards app. Hey, hey, everyone. I have been Sam. That's Sam with two M's. And you can find me on the Twitters and the socials at Lust for Life, L-U-S-T-T-F-O-R-L-I-F-E-E-X, where you can find me on all that good stuff on what exactly I'm doing because that changes a lot. But yeah, y'all should be watching Strix U right now or you can see me more specifically. And if you're not, why aren't you? Also, why are y'all not subscribed to Plate Mail Games on the Battle Bards <laughs> app? Because y'all should be doing that as well too. I'm sorry, I'm done. Yeah, that was me. That's awesome. I appreciate the, the double on there. I have been Faris Arkaya, and you can find me at Farakaya on all of the social medias. You can also find me over at Crossroads Games, as well as Love Wins Crafts, Beasts of America, and lots of other places in 2023. So looking forward to it. And I am Wes Otis. And yes, go to BattleBards right now because we're launching the beta of the new app, and it has all like 2000 sound effects that I've created over the last 10 years on there for like, I don't know, two bucks a month. So how can you not like use that in your games? You can find me on Twitter at plate mail games. Uh, you can find the show 12 side stories, the number 12 and then cited stories at most places. Now, Facebook, uh, Twitter post.news, but discord's the best one. Go to discord become part of discord so that you're able to follow along and uh, uh, just talk with us and let us know what's going on and what you like and what games you want us to play. If you'd like to help out the podcast, check out our coffee or our Patreon page, become a monthly supporter, give us a review on your favorite platform, whatever that is, or give us a shout out on your favorite social media. All of those things help spread the word about the show. Again, I appreciate everything from the players tonight. This was a great show. And we will see you next week for the finale of the first season of Bookhound Bounty Hunters. Bye! Bye. Bye.